Uh oh, we're back. Hi, hello. We're back. And as you can tell, <laughs> I'm 300 pounds lighter thanks to Diet Coke. <laughs> we are billionaires. <laughs> Do you like Diet Coke? I love Diet Coke. It's probably my favorite soda. Right? It's good. Actually, it's definitely my favorite soda. It's better than regular Coke, right? Well, no, the whole Coke family of products is <laughs> collectively my favorite. Yeah. Have you ever uh have you ever gone to the uh like the Coke museum or the Coke like factory where they you can test the different Cokes in the different countries? Oh, yeah, is that in in uh are you talking about the one where like you pay some guy in like in Shenzhen <laughs> and he like with the kids, right? No. Not with the oh. <laughs> no, have you ever been to the Coke Museum? No, where is it? I think there's one in Atlanta. But I think the one I I went love how to, corporations have museums. I think the I went to the one in in Europe where you try it. They're like, This is what Coke tastes like in America. This is what Coke tastes like in Uganda and in Uganda. And you got, they just punch you in the gut. Yeah, in Uganda, <laughs> they go, we have none. We have no resources. And you're just like, all right, Uganda. You think we have Coca-Cola in this yeah, town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go fetch for water. Go fetch for days. Yeah, like a 6'5 tall white southerner in Uganda just goes, get out of here right now. <laughs> that is crazy, though. Like, that... In some of the most impoverished parts of the world, they still have Coke products. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know how they even get them. Does, like, the UN buy them? I bet you the UN buys them. They ship ship it to them. They buy it. Who does? That's how good Coke. The dictator? That's how good Coca-Cola is. It's like, hey, I know your family is dying of disease, famine. AIDS. AIDS. But you know which what, is a disease. <laughs> but you know what you're getting through? What we'll give you? And we'll make life a little bit easier, a little bit better. Diet Coke. And they're just like, yeah! <laughs> Look, I know that your brothers and sisters are all gone. But you know what helps take the edge off? What? <laughs> mm. I want to be a voice actor. Mm. Mm, that's terrible. <laughs> if that was the Coke commercial, you go ice cold. Mm. I'd be like, I'm never drinking Coke again. <laughs> ah! Honestly, they uh, when my grandpa died, they uh, they gave me Coke, and then I just went bury the body. I was not sad <laughs> after I got a Coke. I stopped crying, and I just said bury the body. He lived a good life. No, you're like eight years old, then the doctor sits you down. He's like, Tony, yeah. he opens a Coke. I have some bad news. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, hold that thought. Are you, is that Coca-Cola? <laughs> is that Coca-Cola? Because, <laughs> why? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was the bad news, doc? I forgot. And we just laugh, and then I just die. <laughs> hey, share a Coke. Share a Coke. Not with your dead grandfather, but share a Coke. Yeah. You want to hear a funny story about, uh, it just popped my mind about the, about someone not being able to read the room. Uh huh. So the day my grandfather, it was his viewing, right? Yeah. So I go back to my hometown, and uh, after the viewing, we're all dressed at the up. wake. Yeah, at the wake. Okay. The, okay. And we we all go out to eat to this like little pizza place in Shirts, Texas, and uh, we go there. We're all dressed in black. The whole family's dressed in black. So obviously, a normal, a simpleton would know, like, hey. 
they probably came from a sad thing, a funeral. Yeah. Right? And uh, there was like a music open mic going on, right? <laughs> and uh, so the music's playing, da-da-da, and the waitress recognized me from high school. And she goes, oh, my God, Tony. And I was like, hey, what's up? And she goes, oh, my God, how's life? Am I good? And she's like, you're doing comedy now, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh, my God, we're doing an open mic right now. You should go up. And I was just like, nah, man, I'm good. it's not a good time. She goes, uh-uh, I'm signing you up. And I was like, please don't. No, she goes, I want to see you do stand-up comedy, so I'm signing you up. And I had to go, bitch, my grandfather just died. Like, my grandma was literally crying into her lasagna. She's crying. I was like, I'm not going to do stand-up comedy. I'm not going to make her even sadder that her grandson is pursuing the, the dick craft, the, the dick joke craft like the quest the dick the qu quest yeah the dick quest no the she's quest like to tell dick joe but like <laughs> it was like she she was like she would she was so persistent where i just had to be like hey i just i just witnessed my dead grandfather i just shake his hand i went goodbye you sir. shook his hand yeah you shook a corpse's hand no i like touched it. i said goodbye sir oh, you touched his hand that's no. different from shaking that would be funny. you might have ripped it off that would have been funny Goodbye, his arm I mean I don't know how delicate corpses are I've never been involved with corpses <laughs> I actually arm wrestled my dead grandfather's <laughs> and lost yeah <laughs> I won I was just like you son of a bitch you weren't fucking there you yeah. were there you can't beat me now <laughs> where were you on my deathbed Tony where were you Jesus that's I actually wasn't there for when he Oh, died. really? Yeah, and it's a real emotional oh, thing sorry. that I deal with. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. a real emotional thing <laughs> that I deal with. I want to use a sound. We're not going to use a soundboard. <laughs> no, but uh, I uh, I actually wasn't there, but it's not that big of a deal. What? what um, let's unpack that. All right. <laughs> why, what, why weren't you there? Finals week. So let my me grandpa. Let me let me let me get <laughs> let me get this straight. Yeah. Let me get this straight, Tony. Yep. You care more about Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, which was, as we all know, your final project was a dissertation on Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Actually, close, but oh, <laughs> it's actually not. You're not far off. But uh, continue. More than your own. Grandfather, who may I remind you was a Nazi. First off, no. Uh, <laughs> my grandfather fought for the oh, United no, sorry, States. That's my grandfather. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's my <laughs> can we not do that? Can we not like shame my grandfather, <laughs> my my dead grandfather's name? <laughs> the guy who I, served in he served in two wars for which this country. War, which wars? Uh, Korea and Vietnam. Didn't ha both of those didn't happen. <laughs> Do we really? Do we really? What? What's up with you today on this Tuesday? Coming in and just shaming my dead grandfather's just, career. It's time to mudsling. I'm here to throw some mud. You know, if my dad watches this, oh, I'm, said, I'm really sorry, we Mr. Said, we said vile. That's vile. We said vile shit. But to claim that my grandfather <laughs> is a Nazi—that's he was. A, he was Knights of Columbus, which is kind <laughs> of. <laughs> okay, I was. I, there's a line, Tony. And you passed it by yeah. saying that he was in that cult. Yeah, he was in. No, what? my wait. My grandfather was in Knights of Columbus too. Do you know what it is? is? In he's not dead. What is Knights of Columbus? Let's Knights of Columbus is like. Have you ever heard of the Blue Man Group? <laughs> yes. It's nothing like that. It's nothing like the Blue Man Group. 
and that there no one is blue. Okay. And the Knights of Columbus. It's a Catholic fraternity, isn't it? Yeah, let's look. It's it the uh, it's the fraternal order of old white Catholic men. You're not far off. Knights of Columbus is a Catholic fraternal organization dedicated to promote and conducting educational, charitable, religious, and social welfare works. Oh, so they're communists. Hey, uh, Tony, can you, which I know I have never seen this Wikipedia article, but can you scroll down to the controversy section, <laughs> please? Yeah, they're communists. Um, oh, they assist sick and needy members and their families in providing insur- insurance products. Uh, oh, that's uh, cool. Hold on, what? what, what, what? So the, assist them with insurance products. Yeah. That sounds like they sell them insurance. Probably. That sounds like they're an insurance company. It sounds like the Knights of Columbus is preying on elderly people with religion to sell them bad insurance. Oh, let's see. Maybe not. Let's see if it I'm, I'm I'm leaping. Can a woman join? That's one of the questions. Do you think yes or no? Can a woman join the Knights of Columbus? Yeah. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Tell me, we're talking about the Knights of Columbus. Uh, Two of the most A Columbieta Auxiliary That's the name of it Must be sponsored by the Knights of Columbus Council The primary requirements To be a member of this organization Is to be a Catholic Female in good standing with the church And you have to be 18 or older So you could become You have to be legal You could become a Columbieta (laughs) Columbiete Oh it's Italian probably Columbiete so yeah, my grand yeah. No, my grandpa's in the Knights of Columbus too. Would you would you join? I think I think my, I almost joined. What do you I mean? actually think I almost when I was young, well I was almost like a legit Catholic, dude. You know the whole process? You go I, baptize the uh, baptism, mm-hmm. first communion, mm-hmm. uh Confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah, I, I'm not confirmed. You're not confirmed? Nope. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with a guy that's not confirmed? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'll get it scheduled. <laughs> I, I'm doing it next week. Can adults get confirmed? Yeah. Why didn't you get confirmed? Take a guess, Tony. <laughs> Take a wild guess. I don't know. I don't know. I was busy. I was really slammed. <laughs> Adult converts still normally receive baptisms, confirmation, and holy communion in that order. Uh oh. What's gonna happen to me? What's gonna What's gonna happen? I'm really scared. Oh, you can't get confirmed. Is that wait? Why not? Oh, you can't, you must be at least sixteen, but it usually happens between sixteen and eighteen. You have to like, you have to send wait, in. Wait, so I missed the window. Send, you have to send in. And ask for approval to get confirmed. To the Pope? Yeah. Dear Mr. Pope, may I please be confirmed? Mr. Pope, Mr. Pope, I've been a bad, bad boy, and I really want to get confirmed. I've been a real bad boy. <laughs> I've been a real, real bad boy. Why is, why are her voices adults, but that still have the baby accent? Hey, oh, Mr. Mr. Pope. Mr. Popey. I won't be confirmed. I don't want to be unconfirmed. Not anymore. Every time, I, anytime I'm, I tell people I'm unconfirmed, they just point and laugh at me. And I don't like that, Mr. Pope. <laughs> they say I'm going to hell, Mr. Pope. Please, Mr. Pope, please. How old are you? 25. 
Try again later. <laughs> I don't know. So you, but no, I'm not confirmed. So your parents just didn't love you? They just damned you to hell? You're right. They didn't love me because they raised me Catholic. <laughs> no, if they loved you, they would have made sure you got confirmed. I just I stood up for myself, dude. I stood up for myself. No, you didn't. Did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what you s- I said I'm not doing it. It's bullshit. <laughs> you said that at 16. Yeah, dude. Before that, I I was a, I was into this shit, dude. When I was in like a freshman in high school, yeah. I was like a anarcho atheist. <laughs> And I kind of still am. So you're telling me that you were a really cool guy. <laughs> hey, I was, hey, Brittany, who's going to take you uh, to the prom? She goes, huh? The quarterback asked me, why do you seem so sad? Well, I want the, I want the anarcho-atheist to ask, <laughs> ask me, but I don't think he's going to. I think he's. I don't even think he's going to the prom. He's going to be too busy egging the church. <laughs> Well, where's he at right now? I think he set a trash can on fire. <laughs> He's so dreamy. I'm just, like, I'm just like kicking the wind. Yeah, you're just tearing down the banners of the school. School, school spirit is bullshit. School spirit, school spirit shouldn't exist. The spirit of God is a lie. School spirit is a lie. Institutions. Ah, I am not a buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) I am a man. Anyway, yeah. So So you were like an extreme atheist. Yeah, I was very. I was. I listened to the Amazing Atheist on YouTube. Have you ever heard of that guy? Yeah. I I like he indoct. I was in. I was indoctrinated by that guy. At what age? I was. How old are you in like seventh grade? Thirteen. I was thirteen. Listening to this. No, this like bearded. He was out of South. You know the guy from South Park, the Wow World of Warcraft player. Yeah. He he would sit like that, and he would just talk about the follies of of religion. And you were just and like, yes. I literally like was like, ah. I was like four hours a day every night. I would listen to this guy. Debunk four hours debunk a day? religion. He would go on monologues about. Did your parents know you were listening to this scoundrel? No, actually, my dad walked in and found discovered me listening to it. Yeah, and the one I was listening to <laughs> was like looking back, kind of, kind. He was kind of anti-Semitic. The guy was a little <laughs> bit anti-Semitic, and looking back, I'm not. I I mean, hey, I might as well be Jewish. Is that anyway? But the point is, uh, he walked in. He's like, Sean, like, what, Sean, what video do you watch? What, what are you watching on YouTube? Uh, something about Zionist Zionism. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, this is what's hot on YouTube right now. I don't know what you watch. You go watch Law and Order SVU. I will watch the whatever the plight of Zionism or something. Your dad like that. walks in and you're like, you're watching an atheist, Sean. Why can't you watch hardcore porn like the other children, <laughs> the good children on the block? Yeah, it's like every mistake I made, my dad would always be like, why couldn't it have been this mistake? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Sorry. So like when I did acid, he was like, why couldn't it, why couldn't it have been a six pack with the boys? Because I'm not a pussy dad. <laughs> I'm an atheist. I'm, an a- I'm not a pussy. I'm an a- Bud Light. Fuck you. 
Why couldn't you have just been drinking beers at the park? Why did it have to be LSD? <laughs> Sean, if you ever get like a, in an argument, like a bar fight where a stranger's like, what are you, a pussy? Just look at him and go, uh-uh, I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this outside or are you a little bitch? That's funny. You want to take this to your ghost, your holy ghost? I'm not a bitch. So 13. I don't. Yeah. That's a young age to become an atheist. I didn't become an atheist probably until college. Are we anti-religion? I got to say, I defended religion a few episodes ago. So I feel like now I can flip. I, I, I do I, like... I do, no, my thing is this. I, I love religion. I don't believe I, I love don't. violence and death and blood. <laughs> bloodshed. It's yeah. honestly the coolest thing about humanity. I love religion. <laughs> I also love stealing from the poor and weaponizing their belief to make me wealthy. I love that. Yeah. And that's why I love religion. The only thing better than that is American capitalism. Did I tell you the story about how I used to go to a mega church in high school? No. No? You went to a mega church in oh, high yeah, school? Oh, yeah. Christian Bible, uh, community Bible church in San Antonio, Texas. Man. Was it like a rave? It was like 3,000 people. Probably 2,000, 3,000 people. It's huge. That's fucking crazy. Oh, sold out. Friday night, <laughs> Saturday morning, two five, shows. five show weekend, <laughs> sold out, baby. With the mic, with the fucking earpiece mic, uh, earpiece mic. They had a band. Oh man, they had a full band, like probably, probably like twelve to fifteen musicians, and then uh, twenty plus singers in the choir, and then a huge choir, probably fifty, sixty people. Like it was giant. So you'd go in the first thirty minutes. 20 25 minutes was singing and they're just like praise god and you're just there at eight in the morning just like he is holy and you put your hand up and then the pastor would come that sounds out lit as fuck by the way it, it, the music actually compared to like catholic church where we went to before was a lot better because yeah. at least you're standing and they're doing energy and it, it was always funny they would always do like four four or five kind of like upbeat songs and you're just like grooving. But this they, one for them hood girls. And them <laughs> I love God. Yeah. Yeah. They would just do Bruno Mars covers. Girls say the hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus says hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus says hallelujah. Ooh, now eat that confession up. You sent us. You said eat that cum? Confession. Oh. Eat that cum right up. Ooh. You sent us. No. So they would do music. It was funny. They would always do like four or five hype songs, yeah. like upbeat rock, like rock style, you know. Like da 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 da. da. But then they would just. I go, love God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it was great. And uh, but then they would get sad real quick. It would just be a lady. The lights would like dim it, just on the lady, and yeah. she was she'd just go like, "He has died for us." <laughs> We are all terrible people. <laughs> we he sin, and that's why he's dead. So stop sinning, or the world will burn. And you're just like, oh shit! Like, and then Pantera comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so that would happen, and then the pastor would come out. He sits front row during the music part, right? And the seats around him. Oh, one day my stepmom was like, "We should go early." And I was like, why? And she's like, so we can sit around the pastor. Like, it's like a cult. Like, I was like, I don't want to sit next to him. Like, who gives a shit? We'll see him. She's like, no, let's sit around him. So we try to go sit next to him. And they're like, oh, there's a VIP section. So yeah, the church had like, oh, yeah. yeah. They had VIPs. Oh, yeah. He can't just have the normies. Well, no, you can't have the top 
you know, we're usually in the fucking. Yeah, you're bleed. about you're bl- like nosebleed. Yeah, we're usually <clears throat> nosebleed guys. We can't just be sitting next to the, you know, the preacher. Yeah, so he's he go- like looking over his nose, like who the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. So he goes up and he razzles. Where's the treasurer? Yeah, he razzles <laughs> and dazzles everybody. He tells jokes. I remember once, and this is where like my fate started fleeting, where my dad would donate 15, 20% of his check every month. Wow. To the church. Bro, my neighbor did the same thing. And then. That's. Cr- Go ahead. And it's 3,000 people doing it. And we financially were fine, but you see people coming into this church and then they're, they're in a car that's barely sticking together and all this. And you see them just donate money, right? They're just putting their money. Here's like, ah, oh, man, you should probably keep that, right? They're just, no, they were taught, you fucking donate, give it back to the church. And then this is where I like lost all faith was he was like bragging about this Hawaii trip. He's up there. He goes, God's good, man. I just got back from Hawaii. Hawaii was awesome. <laughs> and then on the big <laughs> HD LED screen, it's him, his wife. He goes, I want to thank John. John, stand up. John flew us privately on his jet. John, thank you for giving us the jet. And he's like this white guy just like bragging about flying private, going to Hawaii with his family. And everybody was just cheering, yes, you deserve it. And then you see people where they're scrambling together to find their next meal. You know what I mean? They're in the Ford Fiesta. mm -hmm. And that's where, uh, and then I went to Wednesday service. That's when the youth service happened. Yeah. They would do the same thing where music and then they would get like real serious. And uh, I was maybe 14. My sister wasn't living with that, with us at the time. She was living in Germany. And I think my sister had just like started like dabbling in atheism, right? She started being like, I don't believe it, right? She started listening to System of Down. And, uh, and The Amazing Atheist. And The Amazing Atheist. And uh, <laughs> she told me, she's like, yeah, I don't think I believe in them. And literally, the I asked the, the preacher, I go, is my sister going to, what's going to happen to my sister if she doesn't believe in God? And he looks at me, puts his hand on my shoulder and goes, she will burn in hell forever. So you're going to have to change that. <laughs> so I just start crying. He's like, you're going to have to change Yeah, that? you're going to have to save her. So I'm just crying to a 14 year old. Jesus. So I just start crying and he just goes, wipe away those tears, son. Your sister needs you, or else she's gonna live with Satan. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh Jesus! All right, that's a big dad. That's a weird. You're 14. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, dude. The funniest story. This is the last story I'll tell. The funniest story was, this was when we were older. So, my sister's living with us. She moved to the state. She's living with us. I may be 17, she's maybe 18 at this point, right? And we hated going there. Like, they, the songs, they only had, like, 12 songs. So after the three weeks, you're like, I already heard this Yeah, it was one. like, uh, yeah. it was like the Blue Man Group. You're yeah. like, uh, do I need to go again? Not really. Every week, it's the same songs. It's like, Jesus, is great, we get it, right? Put a little hip-hop in it, please. Um, change it up. And, some uh, Jay-Z. Yeah, Rick Rubin would say, <laughs> Rick Rubin, music producer Rick Rubin would say, uh, I'll pass. <laughs> so we're sitting there and uh, they had a special special musical guest special. We're like, oh my God, and it was this piano player. And they're like, 
and I looked it up. He's expensive to book, like four hundred thousand dollars. What? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's a positive. My dad. We paid. The church paid for this piano man. It was Wait, like, hold hold on. Four hundred thousand mm, dollars for one him. performance. Yes. Who the fuck is this guy? Elton John. He's the. He looked like the Billy Joel of cat, Christian music. <laughs> Like, so he's up there and he's singing and it's fun and he's talking in between songs and this was the funniest thing he goes he goes he goes the devil used to have me people are like ah. goes I used to be a gay man oh fuck. And people are like <gasps> he goes I used to do it all kiss him lick him ugh I don't even like thinking of it oh. but then I found God and God made me straight. And now I have a wife and eight beautiful children. And I lean over to my sister and I just go, ah, Angelina, he's still gay. He's just overcompensating now. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a wife with gorgeous titties. Yes. The titties of the Lord. Oh, I love them titties. <laughs> but I prayed to God. Oh, yeah. yeah, and after that, I literally told my dad, I was like, yeah, man, I'm not going there anymore. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit through, fucking, through homophobia, paid just like indoctored homophobia. It's just like, bro. Yeah. Shut. Like, like, hey, if you had a gay experience, right? My thing is like, hey. I've had a gay experience. No, but my thing is like, if he was like, did stuff with guys, not and really. now has a wife and kids, cool, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, buddy? That's cool, but like to make it, to make it that the devil made you gay and then Jesus saved. It's like, bro, fuck off! Like, you're gay. Yeah, you're still I mean, gay, he could dude. Be, he could be bi, but he's probably gay. He's still probably gay. He's a piano player, dude. He probably had he's like a, a priest. He probably had like a, uh, uh, or not a priest, but a preacher who came up to me and told me that my sister's gonna burn in hell if I don't say. Or that. the equivalent. It was yeah, like, that, you're yeah. my 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 buddy's thinking of. Having weird thoughts about other men, mm. dude. That my favorite. I mean, it's crazy that guy was on a fucking private jet. He's like, comes out on stage. He's like, I talked to God. Yeah. I felt I was close to God on the G six. <laughs> the G six. God six six six. Who's that one? Who's that one preacher? Joel Osteen. No, 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 no. The other one. He looks like he looks like the devil. This guy. Really? Uh, Another like uh, mega church preacher? Preacher. Yeah, he what's his name? Um Co Copland or something? Oh, this guy. Kenneth Copeland. Oh, wait. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. look up Kenneth Copeland. Look at his eyes. That's the devil. Yeah, if I'll, the I'll devil if the devil is real, those are his eyes. <laughs> And he, uh, during an interview, they asked him, they're like, uh, sir, we, we looked through your, like, your, your money and you, you bought a new airplane. And he goes, you think I should fly commercial? <laughs> the demons fly commercial. <laughs> I have to keep my head free. Free for the Lord. Now I'm feeling on high like, like a, a G6. G6. Like a G6. Six, like, like a G6. God. Like God, God. I'm reading the Bible. Like You know a, what the G and G6 stands for? For God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying on a God 6. 
Oh, this, uh, I'll fly first class if, if I have to. If I have to. <laughs> if I really have to. First class on a, on Delta. But they better have a curtain that separates us from the normies. From the sinners. Yeah. That's my from thing. the animals. No, that's, that, that's my thing. If you're, if you're rich, preaching the word of the Lord, you go fuck yourself. Well, I, look, let, let's flip it on its head. These guys, these men... Are entrepreneurs. Yeah. They found a market and they courted it. Yeah. And um, it's honestly a shame. I, I'm, I, the, I'm sad that these guys didn't apply themselves in like an actual entrepreneurial way because it does take a lot to. No, they're, um, no, they're phonies. They're hucksters. Yeah. They're tricksters. Kind of. They're snake, no, they're snake oil salesmen. They're providing a service at the fair market value. No, 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 but they're snake oil salesmen. They're like back in the old west days where people would come into town and go, oh, you have the Rickets shirt. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you have the Rickets? <laughs> yeah. I have this special olive oil that you just pour on yourself and you will no longer have the rickets. And that will be one house. <laughs> <laughs> and your youngest daughter. <laughs> Thank you. And one lay with your youngest daughter. No, it, well, here, it, it's a, there's snake oil salesman if you look at it like the truth. But really, it's like, if you look at it as entertainment, they're just really rich entertainers. Yeah, but they're... they're that that but, kill people and they make never people write, kill themselves. They never, write a new, they never write a new act. Yeah, well, they don't have to. I told my dad, why do we have to go every Christmas? I know what he's going to say. I know the story. Easter, um, <laughs> I know the story. Yeah, but get, yeah, it's like a good song. It's like Nirvana. Oh yeah, smells like Teen Spirit. That's a mm -hmm. song I want to listen to forever. And then that's the church where I went for the absence convention. Oh yeah, it was like a three day event <sighs> teaching abstinence. And dude, the way they talk about like man, whoever created abstinence. They had a bad first time. Like, I've I mean, never had. What is the actual biblical thesis for abstinence? Why is premarital sex? Well, oh, I know it's because marriage, marriage is holy. Yeah. And so, you know, and like having children with your part, with your husband or wife, with your spouse, is the way is holy. Go. Yeah, it's the way to do it. So like yeah, I, I can yeah. So I, I guess the whole idea is premarital sex is unholy. Premarital sex is unholy. And if you do it, I will condemn you <laughs> to hell. <laughs> I will. Dude, I've I've really envisioned like when I'm when I've taken acid, I've really envisioned hell. Have you? I've, I've tried to go to hell. <laughs> Like I've tried I to go want, there. I never want to take acid with you. <laughs> no, you don't. I wonder if I'm going to do it again, probably. No, I just love For that. For sure. When I take acid, I love to envision hell. Well, here's my... I really think about this, dude. If you... How bad can it be? Hell? If you can understand the pain, how the level of torture, whether it be physical or psychological, if you can come to grasp it, mm -hmm. then you've... Like, it can't be unlimited pain. What does that even mean, unlimited pain? It means unlimited pain. But there will always be more pain that I could be in if I'm in hell. 
Is it just ever increasing pain? I'm just saying I would get used to it. Or is hell like... All right. I'm going to call someone. Who are you calling? Satan? Yeah, I'm calling the devil. Oh, let's see if he answers. If it's Satan, I would like a word with him. <laughs> Satan. He's busy, dude. He never returns my calls nope. anymore. Well, you're saved. That's Jesus all right. Jesus fucking Satan. <laughs> I ha- He's busy, man. I don't know. I don't know. To text him. So no. you think you think whatever you, hell would be bad. If hell was real, it would be bad. You'd get you're like you're fucking out. Oh, he just called Satan. Just called back. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Did Satan just call me and then? Hi. Hey, is this? Hey, Satan. You're on our. Hello? Hey, hey, Satan. <laughs> this is Tony. Um, you're on our podcast. Uh, you. This is not during business hours. <laughs> what time is it over there? I I I explicitly have Mondays off. <laughs> <laughs> Satan, it's Satan. It's actually Tuesday though, buddy. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Hey, hey, are you? He's stressed out. Late for work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you go to work, Satan, Sean here doesn't think hell is that bad. Can you explain to him what would happen to him if he doesn't like fucking clean his act up? Okay, son. So what's gonna happen is <laughs> I'm gonna have you come over to my house. And we're going to sit down, and we're going to have a very long talk. The longest talk (laughs) you've ever had. And it's going to be me basically just talking in no direction. There's going to be no fundamental understanding of what's happening or what's actually being said. Hang up. Hang up the phone. And it goes on. Hang up the phone. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared. I'm scared. I have God on the other line. All right. Patch him through. We don't have three-way calling in hell. uh, That's the worst. That's terrifying. See? Hey, hey, Satan, thank you for taking our call. And I I appreciate you letting Sean know What? what hell actually is. I'm, uh, I'm glad I could fill you in, Tony. We still on for a meeting on Friday? Of course, buddy. You're meeting with Satan? Why are you meeting with Satan? Hey, love you. Love you love you. Satan? You love Satan? Yeah. But doesn't that sound like hell? Someone yeah, just that talking? Actually does sound pretty. <laughs> where you can't say a word, they're just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> It's kind of like this podcast right for our now. listeners. Yeah, <laughs> our listeners. Hey, plot twist: you're all in hell. <laughs> yeah, that's, we got the word yeah. straight from Satan's mouth. Yeah. Well, I'm going. If it's real, I'm going. Do you think you're gonna go to hell? Yes, I've, I've, yes. yes you think yes. you're gonna go to hell? What, I've, what have you done 
that's earned you a one-way ticket to hell. I've cursed God's name in infinitely many ways. He wasn't, he wasn't listening. I, oh, okay. Had, Maybe I'll go to heaven then. He had his Beats headphones on. <laughs> He's like, huh? <laughs> 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 huh? 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 <laughs> I said, I'd, I'll, I said, fuck you, God. Kill God. You said fuck. You said kill God. I will kill. I want to kill God. You said that. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> say it. It's fun to say. <laughs> Just say it. No. Say it. <laughs> I'm an atheist, but I'm still. I'm an atheist, but I'm still keeping my fucking chips close to the chest. Just in really? Case. Yeah, just in case. In case what? He's real. And then what? He's. What if he's mean? What if he holds grudges? He's obviously mean, Tony. He's the Christian God. <laughs> yeah. If he's real, I'm gonna try to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to get the holy blade of Icarus and I'm going to thrust it into his chest and golden light will explode from his heart and I will become God. That is what I'm going to do. And what are you going to do once you become God? I'm going to kill God again. I'm going to revive him. I don't know, man. You are definitely after that rant. <laughs> oh, you just bought yourself a one. Oh wait, hold on, Tony. You know what, dear God? Please, please, uh, absolve me of my sins. I'm a sinner. Amen. I'm good now. All I'm right. good. You're you're a good. Man. I bullied a kid in third grade. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? No, I didn't know. Uh, it was kind of <laughs> it was kind of an of mice and men situation. <laughs> Really? No, I'm kidding. It wasn't. It wasn't that. I thought we were friends, but I'd like chase him around the yard. And yeah. He'd be laughing. You would just be hanging out with someone as a kid. Uh-huh. He'd be laughing, and I'd be like, kind of pushing him around. But he'd be laughing, and I thought we were having a good time. And then he goes and fucking rats on me. What did he say? He said I bullied him. And what? I ha- beat him up. What happened? You pushed him. And then my the teacher told my, my, my dad. And my dad was like, you bullied someone today? And Jesus. it changed my life. Why'd you bully that poor kid, dude? Because I was bullied. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was smaller, smaller than me. Yeah. And stupider. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. crazy. So... Did you ever go to church a lot growing up? I went every week, every week. I went to Catholic church every single week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, awful. The The pew, the pews are so uncomfortable. Yeah, you, Why did they make the fucking pews? You think with all this money, they could afford some fucking cushions, some yeah, holy cushions. So you don't fall asleep. Is it really why? Probably, yeah. Or it's, it's, well, Catholics love pain, self-inflicted pain. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So the pew is like a, the most painful way to even sit. Did you kneel? Oh, I kneeled to God. <laughs> I kneeled down to God. <laughs> you want to know who my God is now, Tony? Elon Musk. It's my God. He would actually be a good God. He'd be a fun God. He dances. Who? Okay. Be- <laughs> who would be... Okay, this is actually a fun question. Who would you be excited for, like a celebrity or someone, and you found out they were God? Like if you were just like, holy shit, 
Selena Gomez is God? Hmm. Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> would be a great God. He would be the great. He would be. No, really. He'd be a great God. That would be a great world. Weird Al is God. Everything's great. He makes songs that are 15 minutes long that no one listens to. <laughs> weird Al as God would be good. But it would be weird. You? It would be weird if Weird Al was God. You're like, Weird Al, why? Why did you create AIDS, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did you just stop AIDS, bud? For me, it God, I think a good God, mm. a fun God would be like, oh, not fun. This wouldn't be fun, but it would be shocking. would be like Harvey Weinstein. If you're just like, fuck. It's God? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, whoa, God, the power really got to him. <laughs> well, what do they say always? God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> so maybe. maybe. Harvey, why? Hey. I'm actually God. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, All right. Go ahead and jerk well, off of that plant. <laughs> I guess, go ahead. I guess we got to let you out. Yeah, I guess we got to let you out. No, that would be a weird God. Old Harv. Yeah. Well, the world, the world is a cruel place. All the right. world is a cruel place. That came out of nowhere. Why did you have to say that? Really just kill the mood? You were talking about Harvey Weinstein. Being God. That's funny. That's a ridiculous <laughs> statement. And then you went right to real. The world is a cruel place. You know what else is cruel? You want to know what, what? else is cruel? What else is cruel? That ever since I became an adult, I can't just walk into Chuck E. Cheese without getting looks. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that cruel or is that just like normal? It's pretty cruel. <laughs> what are you gonna do in Chuck E. Cheese? Play the games, eat the pizza. <laughs> what do you think I was gonna do? I guess that's. What did you think? No, seriously, what did you think I was gonna do if I went to Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know. Sit there. <laughs> <laughs> sit there and do what? Sit there and you know maybe ex- glance. <laughs> maybe you glance. Ew. Glance around. Ew. I would not go into Charles Entertainment Cheese's house and glance. I love his full name. Yeah, Charles Charles Entertainment Entertainment Cheese. Cheese. And I wouldn't glance at children, Sean. That's disgusting. I'd play skee-ball. I'd jump jump in the ball pit. I'd collect the coins, the tokens, so that I could get a jukebox. On the top shelf, there's a jukebox. They sell a jukebox? Yeah, but you need a lot of coins. You need a lot of tickets to get that jukebox. Isn't that a good representation of America? What? Is the uh, prize. Okay. Like you're, you, like every time I remember going to the prize area at the at the arcade. You can either At save. the very top, it would be like, wow, 500,000 tickets. I have 28 tickets. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, can I get that thing at the top? He's like, no, sorry. <laughs> need more tickets. I'm like. What if I give you $60? <laughs> the price of that thing. And he's like, sorry, man. Sorry, man. You got to spend $6,000 to, to get, get 500,000 tickets yeah. at our arcade. Dude, one time I won a Nintendo DS at an arcade. It was crazy. How'd you I, do that? You know the stacker? Yeah. Dude, I, I would play. I got, I mean, I'm like, as you could probably tell, I'm like <laughs> really good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> Timing. I'm good at it. So be like stack, 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 
And you, you actually the stacker game is a fucking fixed. It's a fixed game. How do you know? They fixed what do you mean? It. I looked it up. Yeah. It's this is how it's like a slot machine. So the stacker game, you know, starts with four, mm-hmm. four, 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 three, 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 two, two, one, 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 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you get to the very. It's actually very easy to get to the last block. But literally, what happens is you get to the last block, even if you hit the button at the right time, in the algorithm that for the game, there's basically, if you get it right, then you get put into a one in like a one in 50. You can program it as if you own it. You can program it. But then you get put into a one in 50 randomizer. And if that hits, then you win. Or else it'll just bloop you to the side. It's fu- it's a scam. It's not actually skill based at all. So you want to? But I still want, and I want a Nintendo DS. How many how many times do you think you played it? A thousand, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I probably blew. I oh, I blew way more than like. Yeah, you probably blew a thousand dollars. Yeah, but it felt amazing. Yeah, I, that was like the height of my life. <laughs> was winning a Nintendo DS and a stacker. What'd you do after you won? Oh, I fucking, I ran around the arcade. I was like, I was like, it was unbelievable. It was like I won the lottery. Did you grab your dad and you go, I am the boss of the house now. <laughs> no, you I, see this? <laughs> I won this. Well, what happened is I won it and it, it like fell off the thing and it got caught. Oh no. And I was like, I went over the guy. I'm like, I just won that. Yeah. I swear to God, I just won that and it fell. Get it for me. And I thought he was going to be like, sorry, kid. <laughs> Them's the rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, he opened it and got it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that, that was basically that the story. Start. That story fucking fell quick. <laughs> That's, the entertainment value on that story fell real quick. <laughs> And then I bought Yoshi's Island, and that's when my video game addiction really started to take a hold of me. That's crazy. Yeah, those games are are crazy. It's like a, it's like the carnival games, like the basketball games. A lot of the hoops are misshaped. Yeah. So like, even if you shoot a perfect shot, the ball is still not gonna go through. Oh, it's all it's all it's all it's all fucking to make money, dude. Because it wouldn't exist if it didn't make money. If it actually but also, was fair. Let us win. We're winning a $2 stuffed animal, and we paid $15 to play. Give us the $2 oh, stuffed animal. Not even $2, bro. In the amount of fucking... In the amount of uh, money that goes into like the prizes. You know what else? Prizes in those machines have gotten pretty fucking cheap lately. Yeah. You ever notice that? You look at these prize machines, and it's, like, it's not like a PlayStation anymore. You're, gonna, you're winning like a keychain. Or like a like okay, or like a Chili's gift card. Yeah, it's like, okay, like fuck you. I'm a kid. Or I'm like off-brand AirPods. <laughs> like I'm gonna spend a thousand hours yeah, to win off-brand AirPods. Fuck you. Because kids like you, fucking kids like you, broke the system, hacked the system. <laughs> they were just giving away DSs, and then the guy was just like, "They keep winning. They keep winning. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I'm ten thousand dollars in debt with Nintendo." <laughs> Okay, so here are seven rigged carnival games. The Milk Bottle Pyramid. Knock them all over. Win a prize. Um, bottom cans can be filled with lead, making them as heavy as 10 pounds each. The softballs you throw may be filled with cork to make them lighter than regulation balls, and the bottles may be stacked against the backdrop curtain to help them prevent from falling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Basketball shoot carnival rims may be smaller than the normal oval shape, not round. 
and may be positioned higher than uh, regulation to prevent a score other than a difficult high-arching swish. Balls are often are overinflated to make them super bouncy. The balloon dart throw balloons are under... Yeah, they're not... Um, fully inflated. Not fully inflated to deflect even well-thrown carnival <laughs> darts. The ring toss. The rings are high, hair wider than the neck of the target bottle. Spike. <laughs> they're all just criminals. Well, I think... The real prize is the money we spent along the way. Is that the prize? But why would my thing is like why don't you just why don't you just let them win? Because it costs like five bucks to play, and the toys can't be that expensive. Well, if, I think if people won, man, I, I think they wouldn't come back. Because it's like something you want. It's like not even a. It's not even about the fucking bear. Yeah. It's about your pride. Did the you prize ever, is limitless. Did you ever win a prize for a girl at the carnival? No, I only ever went to carnivals with men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever won a, a carnival date. No. <laughs> yeah, here, hey, baby, give me, let me, let me, let me, let me take a shot at this. Let me take a shot at this. No, I didn't never did that. Did I've you? Never, no, but I've witnessed, and I think it's so funny when a guy's with a girl. And he just keeps losing, puts the five dollars down, and he's like, he's like, I'll make, oh, I'll win you the big teddy bear. <laughs> loses instantly, and he's like, five more dollars. <laughs> Fucking again, loses instantly. He goes, all right, five more dollars. Yeah, and the and guy so, likes eating it up on oh, the. And the guy's like, come on, man, make the shot. Get your beautiful girl toy. Maybe, you know, maybe she needs to find a better man. A man that can actually win. Yeah. And he's like, a breadwinner. Yeah, a breadwinner. <laughs> You're kind of a fucking loser. And then the guys are like, come on. And he's like getting madder. And the girlfriend's like, come on, baby. Let's just go get some cotton candy. And he's like, hey, how about you learn how to shut the fuck up, bitch? <laughs> You're just like your fucking mom, who I hate. <laughs> and you're just like, whoa. I just witnessed a lot. I've seen that one. Not that extreme, but I've seen... I've seen it get. Oh yeah, that energy. Let me fucking focus. Do you want the fucking bear or, or not? not? Do you want the fucking bear or not? I don't even want it at this point. Then make up your fucking mind. I already wasted forty dollars on you. You could have told me that three throws ago, dumbass. <laughs> and you're just like, this was supposed to be a happy day at the carnival. <laughs> that is a happy day at the carnival. Yeah, dude. I I was just reminded. I went to this one. Like, this is, like, in L.A., um, like, after the first wave of COVID, mm -hmm. it was, like, this underground rave in this guy's... There's some weird shit that would go on in L.A., like, random underground raves and stuff. And I went to this one because there was an open mic. Mm -hmm. and But it was, like, kind of like a carnival. Like, there was, like, goats. Mm -hmm. Weird shit. There were goat. You could pet a goat. There was horses. It was on, like, a ranch. Wow. And... People were just on drugs. It was very weird. Carnies are, yeah, they're not good people. Yeah. A lot of them are drug addicted. People. I mean, anyone that's like, oh, I want to do this circus. That's what I'd want to devote my life to. Circus people are different. Those are performers. But they, a lot of them are on hard drugs. Yeah. Well, you got to be, dude. If you're fucking doing backflips. You got to be on Vicodin. My favorite is... How do you even do a backflip? My favorite is always those like small fairs, like those like city fairs. 
and you get on the roller coaster and it's just like a junkie. He's like, make sure you wear your seatbelt. <laughs> and then you're just like, the seatbelt won't connect. Oh, you'll be fine. And then they just start the roller coaster and you're like, I don't think I'll be fine. No, they turn it on and just the latch breaks off. And you're like, oops. <laughs> oops, I did it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't ride. I call, don't, call the coroner. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ride like little, like. It is weird though. Like their roller coasters are safe though. At like amusement parks, are but safe. isn't it weird that we have high school kids that are working the roller coasters? Get a man. I want a guy named Jim who's like forty, who has who's actually, been doing it for four, like yeah, thirty years. That should be a career job. We should pay if you the safety on roller coasters. We should pay a guy. Yeah. It should be a it should be a dude. It should be a dude that has a four hundred one k that has a house payment. It shouldn't be Tommy that's working this job so that he can buy a new PlayStation and condoms before he goes off to college. <laughs> well, dude, the reason most roller coasters fail is not even because of like error with the guy uh, operating it. It's it's maintenance, and it's these fucking amusement parks that don't want to invest money into the maintenance. How much? Ooh, you know, and it fucking if you don't want to invest money in repairing the roller coaster, let's check this out. But they're how, they're pretty safe, man. Like all how many how many people do you think die a year from roller coasters? One. One? Mm, a year? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with seven people a year on average. It's dude, whenever you hear about someone dying on a roller coaster, it's like a big news story. Let's see. Worldwide, globally? It might be more globally. Oh, four deaths. Four deaths a year. That's not bad. That was pretty close. It's not bad at all, is it? Four a year? No. No. More 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 people die on airplanes than on roller coasters. That's And also I bet you three dude, there was this one one story about a um a, an amusement park in Great Great America in my hometown in the Bay Area. Yeah. Or like nearby. And this guy like jumped over the railing. On this, like, on on the fastest roll to get his hat. To get his hat? He's jumped over the roller. And, dude, this is an insane story. Jumps over the fence. 15-foot yeah. fence. Spikes at the top. Signs. Don't go over this fence, you dumbass. Don't climb this fence. Goes over. Picks up his hat. And then the fucking roller coaster comes by. And then this le- someone kicks his head off. And the guy's leg shatters. Holy shit. Shatters. Holy shit. So guy gets fucking beheaded and this other guy loses his leg. Jesus Christ. Just going. It was the end of like a just crazy dude. Hey, uh, we're at 55 minutes. I got to end the episode. My car, the car dealership just called. Okay. I got to do that. But we're at 55 minutes. Um, Hey, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry that we're ending. Yeah. Uh, let's do the. Yeah. No more. Yeah. No news today. We'll we'll save the Kim Jong Un story for next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the uh, live stream shooting. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably better we didn't. It's probably better we. How didn't. about you? Let us know if you want to hear about that. Yeah. Let us know what you guys want to hear about. If you guys, if at any point you guys <laughs> want to hear a certain topic that we you want to hear us talk about it, uh, just DM us and we'll talk about it. Yeah. And thanks if you're a newer listener. Fucking thanks for joining. And um, you can follow me at Comedian Tony Casillas for updated dates. Sean Riley Comedy. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, guys.